Oh, and we are live. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Depends on when and where you are watching this video. Uh, welcome to Lions View Realty Financial Fridays. My name is Clara Lyons Devon. I am the broker owner of Lions View Realty and the CEO of Lions View Academy. Our team provides residential, commercial for small businesses and nonprofits, and property management services. We also provide pre-licensing education and continuing education courses, credit counseling, and distressed homeowner solutions, and lifestyle, health, wealth, and wellness education. So I'm so, 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 so happy that you tuned in to watch uh, this podcast today, Lions View Realty Financial Fridays is here to help you stay current on the trends that impact your bottom line. And our goal is to provide you with resources, with information, and with tips to assist you in making the best financial decisions. Our commitment really is to maximize your wealth building power now and in the future. So I'm really, really glad that you tuned in. You can feel free to like and share this video uh, with your friends if you have any questions put them in the comment section and I will definitely get back to you. Um, and I'm excited uh, to start the show today. So today we are doing something a little different. want to get you started on the road to home ownership. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about how to get you started on the road to home ownership. And there are three areas that we're going to cover this today. One is save money reduce your debt, and get your power team. So to get started, you need to save money, reduce debt, and get your power team. And we'll talk a little bit about each of, each of those. Starting with saving money. Why? What for? How much? <laughs> you know, home ownership is such a great investment. It really is a great investment. And, you know, you can have money all day long. Cash is great too. But cash once spent takes on the value of the item that you spend it on. I'm going to say that again. Cash once spent takes on the value of the item that you spend it on. So if you spend your money on a car, when you drive that car off the lot, you've lost a third to half of the value of the item that the cash represented. If you spend that money on a pair of shoes, doesn't no longer has the value of, of the, the money. It has the value of the shoes. So why do you want to do home ownership? Because investment in real estate, investment in property takes on a value that's going to appreciate over time. You know, property ownership is the number one wealth building tool in America. So if you don't have your piece of the pie, you, you don't own a piece of dirt somewhere in the world, um, it doesn't have to be the property that you live in. It could be the property that you've invested in. You know, you are not building wealth uh, in this country or in it, or in any other country. So cash once spent takes on the value of the item you spend it on. And today we're going to talk about how you're going to invest that cash that you're saving into real estate. So what are the things that you're going to need cash or you're going to need money for? You're going to need money for, save money for down payment. You need to save money for your inspections and your closing costs. 
and you need to save money for repairs and upgrades. Okay, so you need to save money for those items. So let's start with down payment. So based on the type of loan that you have on the property, you are going to need anywhere from 3% to 30% for your down payment. If you're doing an FHA loan, 3.5%. If you're doing a convention loan, conventional loan, 3%, 5%, 10%, 20%. If you're investing in a commercial property, 30% for your down payment. So you're going to need money saved for your down payment. And that money won't be due until you get to settlement, but you'll need to have that money available. Um, you're also going to need money for, um, you can get some of that down payment money um, in, in the form of assistance. You know, the seller may be able to help you uh, with some of your closing costs, but your down payment money you're going to need. You may be able to get some of that money from the city that you live in, the county, um, the state, the bank, or your lender, right? Or your family. You can have a family member gift you your down payment money. Um, sometimes the lender will provide a, a credit, which will offset some of your down payment costs. Um, banks sometimes will give you a credit or a grant that will help you with those costs. And every city, state, and county has down payment assistance programs. So if you go to YouTube, Search for Lions View Realty Financial Fridays playlist. You'll find out we did um, we did podcasts on most of the down payment assistance programs um, at the city and the state level, and also some of the ones that the banks are doing. So you can watch the details on how do you get that money in a different podcast. But today we you need to save money for your down payment. You also need to save money for your deposit. So your deposit can be anywhere from $1,000 to 10% of your purchase price. And you're going to need that money up front. Okay, so that $1,000 you're going to need up front or that 10% of your purchase price you're going to need up front. The rest of your down payment you won't need until settlement. You'll also need to save money for inspections. So your inspection can be anywhere from $600 to about $1,000. And that covers your, your, um, your home inspection, your termite uh, report, if you want to get a roof report, and your appraisal. So between $600 and $1,000, you need to set aside upfront for your um, thing. So upfront, you're going to need about $2,000 $1,000 to 10% for your deposit and another $1,000 for your inspection. So $2,000 off the bat before you get to settlement. And then you're going to need money for your closing costs. So your closing costs are usually about 3 to 6% of the purchase price. Um, you're going to have to pay three to six months of your taxes up front three to six months of your taxes. So how do you calculate that? You take the taxes for that property for the year. If it's $6,000, you divide it by 12. So that's $500. Take that $500, multiply it by three or by six. That's the amount of money that they're going to put into your settlement costs that you're going to need to have available at closing for the purchase of your property. You're going to need the cost of your insurance policy. They take one year payment up front for your insurance policy. And that's usually, you know, it starts at about $1,000 and it can be more. So 
I would say $850, $750 on the low end to at least $1,200 that you're going to need upfront for your insurance policy. They're going to charge you for mortgage insurance. And lately, I've been seeing a minimum of $5,000 for mortgage insurance that they put on your settlement sheet. So if you are not doing a conventional loan, if you're doing an FHA loan, you're going to have to pay mortgage insurance up front for your property. And that's going to be in your closing cost. Your title fees. So your title fees include, you know, the insurance, uh, the title insurance and what I call the miscellaneous crap fees that the, the title company charges. But it doesn't matter which title company you use the title insurance fee is going to be the same. It's mandated by the state. So whether you use company A or company B, the cost of the title insurance is the same. It doesn't matter. It's the miscellaneous fees that they charge you for surveys or for um, sending out a, a person to do, um, uh, what do you call the person uh, who signs the paperwork for you? Those, those are kind of miscellaneous fees. Um, then also in your closing costs, you're going to have the lender fees. And that's the cost that the lender charges you to do the loan. And that can average about 3%. Sometimes it's less than 3%. Sometimes it's more than 3%. If it's more than 3%, that means you have bad credit. You know, they're going to charge you more because you're a higher risk. But the average is about 3% that the lender is going to charge you. And those costs are charged at settlement for their services. Um, your realtor fees, if you are the seller, um, whatever realtor fees that you were charged in your listing agreement are going to be on that settlement statement. If you're the buyer, if you have a buyer agency agreement with your realtor, any fees that the seller doesn't pay, you as the buyer would be responsible for, and those would be due at settlement. If you are working with a property manager, um, what you would have to pay that property manager when you close on that transaction, those fees are due. So they can range anywhere from 3% to 10% if you're working with the property manager. Um, the other thing that's going to be on those closing costs are payoffs. So whatever debt, if you're the seller, if you have a mortgage and you have to pay off your mortgage at closing, so you're not passing on that debt to the buyer, um, that will be on that closing statement. If you had some repairs done with a vendor during the transaction and those fees or whatever you need to pay that vendor and you, you have an agreement, okay, when we close, your fees are going to be paid. Those would be on your settlement sheet, whether you're the buyer or the seller. So any, any debt that needs to be paid off to a vendor, those charges are going to be on the settlement sheet. Um, so you're kind of looking for closing costs between three, six percent of the purchase price. If it's more than that, like I said, you have bad credit um, and most of those fees will be paid at settlement. So you don't need them up front like you do for your deposit and your inspection, but you will need them by the time you get to settlement. So you need to have that money available. And a lot of times people say, oh, I have the money and they have it in um, an account that requires 24 or 48 hours to get the money. You need to pull that money in enough time or it's sitting in a, you know, a 203K or excuse me, not a 203K, a 401K, a retirement account. So you need to pull that money in enough time to have it available for your settlement date. Or you're getting money from a family member. You know, you need to 
have all of the guidelines from the lender so that money is available at settlement. So what are the, the, the last thing that you need to save money for are repairs and upgrades, repairs or upgrades. And most of these you have after closing and you have before closing. So after closing, let's say there's an improvement that you want to make on the house. You want to paint the house. You want to upgrade the flooring. You want to get carpet or hardwood floors. You want to buy furniture. Uh, you want to do some improvements in the yard. You want to upgrade the kitchen, the bath, the layout of the house. Maybe you want to add some square footage. All of those are costs that you want to have the money for after you close, after you've played for the cost of the house, you want to have some money left over to be able to do those things. Then there's some costs that you might have before closing. Let's say there are repairs that are made or that are required by the lender. So the appraiser comes out and says X, Y, and Z needs to be done or the township. The township requires a certificate of occupancy, you know, smoke detectors, carbon monoxide, termite repairs, um, anything that the city requires, the lender requires, the township requires for repairs that have to be done before closing, those funds are going to be needed either by the buyer or by the seller um, to make sure that you have money for those things. So save money. You need the cash for your down payment. You need the cash for your inspection. You need the cash for your closing costs. And you need the cash for repairs and upgrades. So what's the next thing that you need to do on the road to homeownership? To get started, you need to reduce your debt. You need to reduce your debt. So uh, a term that you should know is called DTI. It's an acronym and it stands for debt to income ratio, debt to income, debt to income. How much debt do you have as a percentage of the income that you have? Debt to income ratio. So to purchase a house, your debt to income needs to be at 50% or lower. It really needs to be around 43, 45 um, is what most lenders are looking at. And why is that important? Um, your ability to get a loan is based on your debt to income ratio. It impacts your credit score. So um, if you want to know how to calculate your credit score, you can go to YouTube and look at Lions Free, search for Lions Free Realty Financial Fridays. There is a special um, podcast specifically on how to improve your credit score, but your credit score and how much they're going to charge you in terms of your interest rate is based on your debt to income. So the more you reduce your debt, the better your debt to income ratio. The more you reduce your debt, the better your debt to income ratio. The better interest rate you will get, yes, and the better credit score that you will have. So reducing your debt is really important to that. And also it, it impacts your quality of life. So if you want to have funds available for household items, you know, your utilities, all those monthly expenses, maintenance on the property, repairs that might come up, you want to have money available for living life. You want to go out to eat. You want to be able to buy clothes and shoes and, you know, work-related expenses, uh, expenses related to your vehicle. And you want to have money available 
for entertainment, for fun, for travel, eating out, going to the movies, um, for your vehicle. You know, you want to get the house, then get the car. <laughs> you want to get the house, then get the car, because um, that debt on your car is really going to impact your ability to purchase a house. A lot of times a car note is almost $600 a month, 500, you know, five to $600. And that doesn't even include the insurance on the car. So you want to get the house first, then get the car. And um, so your debt to income for the lender is going to be lower. So reduce your debt, save your money and reduce your debt. So you've saved enough money to purchase the house. You've reduced your debt. So you get the best interest rate. And um, now you want to move forward with the purchase of the property and identify your power team. Who is your power team? So your power team is your real estate agent. Yay, that would be me. <laughs> or whoever you want to choose for your real estate agent. But your real estate agent is your conductor. They're that person who makes sure that everyone is playing their note on time, right? They're the ones who make sure that everything in the transaction is going smoothly, you know, that they're doing what they're supposed to do in a timely fashion. They're your conductor. They're looking out for you to make sure that you have all the things that you need to get you from the beginning of this transaction to the end of the transaction for the home purchase. Uh, you could use an attorney. Some states, some locations require, require that you have an attorney. And that attorney is going to make sure that everything that is in your legal documents is you know, what you need. There's a podcast. You can go to Lions for You Realty, go to YouTube, look up Lions for You Realty Financial Fridays. Um, we had an attorney on who spoke about the things that an attorney will do for you in a transaction and get into the details of that. But you want to have, um, having an attorney on your team is very helpful. You also want to have a lender on your team. If you are not paying cash, that lender will help you leverage your cash or your money. So you borrow money from the lender to purchase that and you pay back that lender over time. So who you select for your lender is important because they're going to term, determine your interest rate. They're going to determine um, those things related to the money that you need to purchase that transaction. You will need a home inspector. So the home inspector is the person who's going to check out that home for you. They're going to look underneath the skirts of the home because sometimes what you see is not what you get. And that inspector is trained to look for the things that could potentially be wrong with that property, give you a recommendation on the things that need to be repaired so that you can estimate what it's going to cost you to get that property repaired. You're going to need a title company in your power team. And the title company makes sure that you have equitable title. We also did a podcast on title. So you can go to YouTube Search for Lions for You Realty Financial Fridays. Look at the title podcast, and that'll give you the details of what the, the title company does for you in the real estate transaction. You are going to need an insurance company on your power team. And last but not least, you are the most important person on your power team. You are the most important person. You need to find the home. You know, yes, the real estate 
person assist you in finding the property, but you know where you want to live. You know where you want to invest. You know how much you want to spend and you will be finding out how much you can afford for taxes and for the home price of the property. So it's important that you be an active participant in this process. Um, you want to get the best service. Um, sometimes that includes the best price, but you know you get what you pay for. So you need to be an active participant on your power team. So who's on your power team? Your real estate agent, your attorney, your lender, your home inspectors, the title company, and you. Yes, and you. So once you save the money, yes, once you have reduced your debt, then you can go out, look for your power team, look for your real estate professional to assist you. And now you're ready to travel farther down the road to home ownership and find the property. So I hope those tips have been helpful for you today. Um, I just want to thank everyone who listened in. Save money, reduce your debt, and get your power team. And then you're ready to start down the road to home ownership. Um, you can reach me or anyone on our team of Lions Free Realty at info at lionsfreerealty.com. Our phone number is on the bottom, 856-209-0905. If you're interested in a career in real estate, uh, definitely reach out to me if you need assistance with your next real estate transaction, or if you have a current real estate situation and you just need some information or advice, uh, give a call and we'd be more than happy to assist you. So I wanna thank you again for watching today. Financial Fridays is here to provide you with resources, information, and tips on trends that impact your bottom line. And I hope that you receive something of value today. Uh, sending love, light out to anyone uh, who has lost a loved one. Um, if you have anyone who is in the hospital for any reason and you can't see them because with this pandemic, uh, people are not being allowed to be with their loved ones. And that is really, really difficult. So I just send love and prayers out to you. If you are experiencing the impacts of physical distancing, um, love and light out to you. And definitely to our essential employees, if you are going to work and you are providing an essential service, healthcare, transportation, food, fire, police protection, and most definitely our leadership, um, love and light. I encourage everyone to take care of yourself, take care of your family, and definitely stay safe. My name is Clara Lyons-Devon. I am the broker owner of Lions View Realty and the CEO of Lions View Academy. Financial Fridays streams live here on Facebook and on YouTube, so you can join us again on Friday at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. Until then, keep living your best life. Keep living your best life. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this broadcast. Tune in to Lion's Free Lifestyle again for business, housing, financial wealth, and health lifestyle updates. 
Jesus G and living your best life.